Let's be clear, Detective Freeman. When I f you over, you'll know it. You'll be so goddamn certain you won't need to ask the question. Check it, check it. It's a stick up. Oh, fellas, come on in. Yo, 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 Hey, I saw the uh, first season of The Wire because I was doing some packing last night. Cause I didn't oh, you finished out. the whole thing? Yeah. That's uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting show. I didn't have too much of a problem with McNulty until, uh, was it, Kima got shot. And then he became such a bitch because it's like, man, you know, you're all about doing all this shit. And then when somebody gets hurt while you're trying to do your crusade, you don't even you're not even man enough to fucking stand up, you know, and just visit her. It took him like fucking forever. I was like, what a fuckwad. Well, like, he, he is a self-absorbed fuckwad. So that's in keeping with his character. Such a, yeah, he's such a dick. And uh, I laughed when he was on the boat police. <laughs> I was like, you fuck. Yeah, you like how Rawls fucked him over? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Pretty, uh, pretty grim ending, huh? It's like, no, nothing was accomplished. Yeah. It was just, it was just a small, mean, ultimately meaningless victory. Yeah, it's just, you know, what they get a, a few tens of thousands of dollars of drugs off the fucking street and then some cash and and a lightweight charge on avon yeah and it, it, it kills me too like they're tr they're trying to do the they do the plea bargain with the one dude about the murders and he's just like he just starts naming off murders yeah i did this one they're like you did <laughs> they're like there's no fucking way you would have done this but they don't care because it gets it off their docket <laughs> how'd you uh how'd you like omar Omar is the shit, man. Omar is fucking awesome, dude. Omar is my favorite character in that fucking show. Oh, yeah. shit. You talking about The Wire? Oh, my yes. God. The, what, what season are you on? Just He's the, just finished the, season one. Oh, shit. But the, uh, the, the shit, though, that I like about him, I like that um, even in that crazy fucking world, nobody's crazy enough to fucking go after him straight up like when that motherfucker when he starts walking through the projects with his fucking with shotgun, fucking shotgun and that trench coat it's like oh shit you better run it's omar and you just hear people omar coming omar coming it's omar. like <laughs> he is the defender free agent and i could tell by just you know going on hbo go they always go to like the last uh the last few episodes of you know the season and i see in one of the pictures that i guess he's still around uh later on right i mean he, he oh, yeah, lasts he's still, for a while he's still He's still around all the way into the fifth season. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like, wow, that's it. And it, it fits his character, though, because it's like, yeah, he's nuts and he's crazy and shit. But and then I, I loved it, too, where the cops were like, they don't they didn't. They, they thought, yeah, we could do this plea, you know, this plea bargain shit with him and he's going to testify and crap. No, he just he kind of played them so he could go on a fucking vigilante killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> OK, in season. Okay. Uh, this might be season two, Sobro. Remind me mm. when he comes into court to testify. Yeah. Oh my God, that's one of the greatest scenes in the series <laughs> that is by so far. He didn't, he didn't oh. testify, and I, I just like I said, I was doing some packing last night, and I just kind of finished this up. And yeah, I haven't seen him going to I, I, I going to court. Mm -hmm. My favorite scene in season one, though, is when um, when Bunk and McNulty are investigating the um, apartment where that chick was killed, <laughs> and the whole scene, they're just all they yep. say to each other is "fuck." Fucking yeah. motherfucker! <laughs> fucking fuck! And the guy is standing there, like the apartment guy. He's like, "What? What? what? He thinks that everything they're saying is some kind of major revelation." They're just no, they're just talking to each other. All they're saying is "fuck." <laughs> when they're when they're looking at the trajectory of the bullet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and every time one of them says it, you think they're gonna slow out some huge revelation. It's like, no, they're just saying "fuck" to each other. Yeah, which 
actually from what i read from what i read actually was based on a real conversation wow <laughs> when they find the bullet and pull it out the wall and bunk says motherfucker <laughs> it just it caps off that scene so awesome and before they even get to the scene they talk about lester freeman and they talk, they, they say the line natural of the, of the scene, he's natural police it's like yeah, that is so i've never heard it phrased that way but yeah he, he's natural police but that motherfucker learned how to play the game yeah he did this that's that freeman and bunk are my favorite characters in that show hands down Fucking Freeman is the shit, that guy. And when they get paired up, oh my god. Yes, they, they get paired up <laughs> later on, which is cool stuff. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, at the end of the last episode of season one, they go and visit him, uh, McNulty, at the boat police. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's like, oh, it looks like they're fucking together. He just replaced McNulty in, in fucking Homicide. So. Yes. Yeah. McNulty got sent to side, career Siberia. Ooh, he did. But he gets, he gets his payback very early in season two against Rawls. He does. Rawls is such a dickhead. Um, you know who I freaking love though in that show that they shows up later is Bunny. That guy is Bunny Colvin is awesome. Yes, I fucking love that dude. He shows up in what season three, three and, and four, three and four. He's awesome. Um, and uh, I even like uh, a- not Avon, but uh, what's the name of that guy? The 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 guy who becomes the heavy towards the uh, end of the show. Um, Stringer. What's that? Stringer. The no, not Stringer. Stringer Bell's the shit. But um, there's a new guy that comes into town. You mean uh, Marlo? Marlo, Marlo. Yeah, he. Marlo I, I Stanfield. Li- I like his creepy ass. He- <laughs> guy is so fucking. Like, he's like a fucking Vulcan of drug dealing. He's oh just totally cold and emotionless. He's a machine. <laughs> a machine. Like he he trumps Avon in so many ways. This guy, like he he will just kill anyone for the slightest insult. Yeah, I will tell and- you this though. When when um what is it? Uh, D'Angelo's mom fucking visits him in jail when he's about shames to him, he's about shames him into crime yeah and, and fucking uh, it's very rem- she starts talking about family it's like so reminiscent if you close your eyes it's like wow this is a like a fucking mob movie because it's the way she talks about family and shit it's like that's how the mobsters think of it too and which makes sense a lot of those gangbanger guys they they you know they idolize that mobster way of life and shit but yeah it was just like yeah, it's just it's such a fucking it, it's such a just a depressing, <laughs> but it's, it's it's bleakly refreshing, which is an yeah. odd turn of phrase, but it's true. It's well, one of the few um, shows that feels like a novel brought to fucking television. Yeah, every it just feels. It's like, not even a novel. It's fucking real life. It's I mean, real that, life, that's, but I mean, it, you like, always hear all this stuff about oh, there's realism in this show. No, this is this is the show. This is probably like one of the most realistic shows I've ever seen. When perhaps it comes. too realistic. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's just it's just fucked up. I just yeah, don't I mean, want. And remember the character I like. Uh, you won't see until later on. Uh, Neo uh, Cuddy. Yeah. Cuddy's awesome. Cuddy's the shit, man. I God love damn. this shit with the big fat guy, the big drunk guy, mm-hmm. that it, he gets pushed over and he hurts his arm. <laughs> and he's like, fuck yeah, man. I'm, I'm taking 66 and two-thirds. I'm fucking out of here. Nice! Fuck <laughs> Yeah. And, then, uh, and then, like, his, his drunk buddies, like, having, like, he gets all depressed when he's gone. He's like, what am I going to do? <laughs> How am I going to get out of this? <laughs> he considers throwing himself down the stairs. Yes. <laughs> and he's about to do it until they come through the door. And he's like, he fucking plays it off. It's like, man, that would have been the perfect thing. You could have just said, oh, fuck. And then just throwing himself off. But, oh, my God, that's... Uh, 
You that guys- shit is so funny. That whole shit when he's sitting in his fucking hospital bed, and the, 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 the lieutenant comes by and he's like, "Oh, we'll get you." He's like, "No, fuck that. I'm out of here. I'm the fuck out." <laughs> he, found, he found his exit and ran through that shit. Motherfucker got a settlement, got early fucking pension. He's Ooh. like, "Fuck this. They're giving me my thirty. I'm out of here." Done. <laughs> Done. What did y'all think about that exchange in the first season where those plumbers are working on the pipes? <laughs> and they're like talking to each other but they can't hear each other what <laughs> and they're interrupting everything that the commander's saying and that shit is yeah so- <laughs> yeah oh yeah when they're in the when they're in the fucking basement yeah <laughs> that shit is like a, it's like an abbott and costello routine <laughs> or the nuts. two or the the fucking white guy and his and his his fucking buddy there mm-hmm. when they uh they start talking when when they first grabbed the money and the, the white guy's like, yeah, you know, what if we what if we did this? You know, took it and stuff. They're like, well, what if they found on the wire that we said uh, we got thirty, but they said they lost forty, and then we'd be fucked. Mm-hmm. But then when they do the raid, they're both in that fucking bedroom and they flip over the mattress and there's like yep. a, just a stack of money and they just look at each other, don't even say a fucking word, and grab one stack, <laughs> just put it right behind their body armor. Hell yeah. Like, yeah, the funny thing is that's never mentioned again. Herc, man. Herc and uh, I forget the name of the other guy, but... Uh, Carver. Carver, thank you. Thank you, those dudes. I, I got one question for y'all, man. Where Wallace String? Where Wallace? <laughs> that's actually sad. It that, is. That's, that's a fucked up fuck. saying. It's, <sighs> he should have... He should have... He should have uh, fucking taken it, but it's just... You know, it, it just shows you that life and stuff. It's it's hard for those dudes to get out of it. And that motherfucker, I was like, as soon as they brought him up there, and it's like, oh, his brothers and sisters and shit are gone. It's like, oh, he's fucked. He's so fucked. I'm I'm just thinking, wow, this is like uh, this is like pineapple salad. Shot, oh, this is like when they shot Big Puss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yes. fucking it, thing because they're like eerily similar. Oh, man, you're my brother, and they just fucking unload on this dude. It's like. Damn, that's Bodie just and, I forget that puss. Bodie and that one guy who's got a receding airline. Totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot. And his, and his head. Oh my god! Uh, dude, things you haven't seen yet are in season three when um, Stringer Bell has the meetings at the funeral parlor. Well, they said that in season two because they relocate there. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Well, they relocate they, to a funeral parlor. As, then, no, they, as they, they, they relocate there first. They, have you seen? Go, have you seen the the scene though where they're like Stringer Bell is talking to him? And then um, they they dress him as the chair, and then um, uh, that that one guy with the receding hairline stands up and says, "Does the chair know we're gonna look like a bunch of punk bitches?" <laughs> no, it's hilarious in, in season two because Stringer's such a businessman. Mm-hmm. They're having their meeting by Robert rules Robert's rules of order. Mm-hmm. There's this one motherfucker taking notes, yeah. and Stringer's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm taking uh, the minutes for the meeting. It's what it says in the book." Mm-hmm. He's like, "We a fucking criminal enterprise. Don't you take no fucking minutes?" <laughs> he's taking notes on the criminal enterprise. <laughs> Not on the criminal enterprise. Slap that shit right out of his hand. <laughs> when you're done watching the show, one of the best videos you can watch are the hundred best quotes of the from the Wire, and then there's another video which is a hundred more best quotes from the Wire, and just watching them shits back to back, fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's, but, um, it's just kind of weird for me now watching watching Fringe. And mm-hmm. the wire simultaneously because yeah, because uh, homeboy's in it. Daniels, yeah, Daniels, and he plays pretty much the same character just in DHS. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching an episode in season two, and fucking Prez shows up. I was like, oh shit, it's Prez. <laughs> does, he, does he does he get pursued later on with his whole shit about um stealing that cash? 
Because I love it when he's sitting with Daniels is sitting there with his wife, and she's like, you know about this? She's like, all of a sudden, it's like you're thinking he, you're thinking up to the whole time that he never said that he fucking stole money and shit. That bitch just comes out and she's like, they're going to talk about the money. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it comes up later on, but at least as far as I've been in season five, it doesn't get used against him because yeah. everybody's got dirt on everybody. That's sort of the Well, the, the, way just... he, the way he says it when he talks about Burrell and he's like, yeah. yeah. He goes, he was, just, he was just posturing because he knows if he comes after me about this, this is going to be a way bigger thing. Or I love the, um, the, 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 when the when the bitch attorney gets called into the fucking state senator's office oh, and he's like here are these copies of uh, five checks that we re- we wrote out and uh, sent to donors to return their donations <laughs> I was <just> like Ooh. <laughs> uh, Clay Davis that guy's hilarious she- she- yeah fucking Cedar Rapids man how he fucking references the wire when he's in the wire this <laughs> is the wire is his favorite fucking show and he quotes omar all the time when he plays a character so far removed from omar in the wire <laughs> i think the actor's name is uh it's isaac whitlock jr i just saw him in an episode of uh louis the other day and um the fact that he's just like lampooning omar in cedar rapids is like if you never watch the wire you won't get any of the jokes but when you watch uh that movie and you hear him talk about the wire being his favorite show and he quotes it man it's it's so so hilarious i love that shit that crooked motherfucker god damn but uh, hilariously crooked Man walks down the street in that hat, people know he's not afraid of anything. Gun damn straight.